This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome once again into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars will try to bounce back from Thursday's loss at Gonzaga as they face the San Francisco Dons on the hilltop. Thursday night's 110-84 loss at number 2 Gonzaga was certainly a strange game. BYU did so many things right, but Gonzaga showed once again why they are legit NCAA title contenders. They will be the number one team come Monday. There's no question about that. The loss dropped the Cougars to 14-4 overall and also handed them their first conference loss. BYU shot 43% from the field in that game as well as 45% from beyond the arc, including 13 made threes. Barcelo led the team with 19. Caleb Lohner played well, finishing with 17 points and five boards. And as I mentioned, BYU played well, certainly in that first half. You score 49 points in the first half and you're still down by 12. Just uh, proving once again just how good the Zags are. And we knew this week was always going to be a big week when you're facing Gonzaga and San Francisco. Even if both games were going to be at home, it was going to be a big week. The fact that BYU playing both of these teams this week on the road obviously ups the ante a little bit but we always knew it was going to be an interesting week in one of those weeks where we were going to get a good idea of just where this BYU team was the Dons they're coming off of a blowout win over LMU on Thursday night USF overall are 15 and 2 2 and 0 in the WCC and they're undefeated at home winning all 11 matchups at War Memorial Gymnasium the Dons they are a good shooting team in fact USF ranks in the top 25 nationally in three pointers they're 11th in the country in that category and field goal percentage where they rank number 22 in the nation they're led in scoring by Jamari Bouye who's averaging 18 points per game while shooting 53 percent from the floor and 42 percent from three-point range you cannot lose him tonight it's not all about the perimeter shooting however even though that's certainly something that USF does well uh, Masalski is a problem down low right now he's averaging 14 points and eight rebounds per game so they certainly can uh, get work done uh, down in the post as well it's certainly going to be a good one they usually are between these two teams and it's an important one for both squads in terms of the current conference standings as well as post season possibilities and for more on tonight's matchup the voice of the Cougars Greg Rubel caught up with assistant coach Chris Burgess and coach Burgess talks about how BYU can use what happened in Spokane to help the team tonight in San Francisco. Well, I think from a transition defensive standpoint, this is the two simil- two similarities between uh, San Francisco and Gonzaga is they 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 like to run and they're very good when they run right when they get out in transition. So we can take the film of all the you know the miscues we had you know in Spokane in transition defense and learn from it and see what we you know see where we can get better and address it going into this game um, because this is where San Francisco is is at their best is when they're they're 
pushing it for easy baskets to the rim or pass ahead, catch and shoot threes. And so that's what the Gonzaga did to us, right? And so we have to um, take that part of the film, get better at it, and then push the rest of the way, and then we can do an autopsy at a later date. Similar challenge in that you've got uh, a second consecutive really efficient team that does what they do at a high level, a good two-point team. Yeah, so they're older, right? They got a bunch of graduate seniors or super seniors, um, and they got a bunch of guys with high IQs that know the system. Um, And this is the best team we're going to go against this season in terms of cutting to score. You know, they don't run a ton of ton of actions that 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 get to the end of the clock. You know, as soon as they initiate the offense, they are cutting to score, and 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 they and they. Man, they're they're really efficient. I think their best. The thing that's great about them makes them so great is they get to the rim and they finish, and they shoot the three ball at a, at a good clip, and they don't take long twos. So that is the recipe for a very efficient team, and that's what they do. Feels like uh, Bouye and Shabazz have been together about eight years now. <laughs> It fits really, this is the, this is year three for our staff, and every year, um, you know, when we play them, they they are, they're they're good players. They're all conference players for a reason, and they've added, you know, Mas, uh, Masalski and, and Stefanini and, and, and Patrick, at, um, you know, Tape to Tape to the lineup, and so that's 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 two grad transfers on their sixth year or fifth or sixth year, and so they, it does. It feels like those guys have been forever, and, and that's the reason San Francisco has been really good the last few years is because those guys, uh, especially Bouye, right? He's the head of the snake for this team and uh, former blue devils on both benches tomorrow night yeah that's right that's right i had more time there but you know yeah he's a good player and he fits well on this team and you know he, you know he's columbia duke and now he's in san francisco so and they run some of that you know princeton action right which he's he knows really well having played in the ivy league so um he fits he's got a nice role on their team so he's he's a problem big picture stuff uh, both teams it's pretty evident what this game can mean for both teams moving forward yeah it's a, i mean it's a great opportunity for us uh, because that's a quad one win or quad one game and it's a great opportunity for them right like they're trying to you know finish in the top of the league and they're trying to you know we're a potential quad one game as well and you know to make the tournament and you know for us to winning here would go such a long way and vice versa for them so you know we're they're trying to defend their home court and we're trying to steal one back to thursday for a second is there a maybe a a, a danger in overreacting just because of how good that team really is yeah. a lot of good basketball teams are going to find themselves kind of up against it um they're really good um i thought we were really really good and efficient on offense and uh this is the first time in a long long time defensively i felt like we had no answers um you know at one point we were, you know we were trying to protect the paint because they were so good scoring around the rim and they were banging a bunch of threes the first half in the second half we're trying to adjust and guard the three-point line and you know now they're scoring everything around the rim and so it was um you know they, they they whooped our butt in so many different ways um, that there's there's no one or two or three things you can pinpoint it on right. You can always say transition defense, but I thought our guys competed. Um, I thought our guys you know new personnel. At the end of the day, like you know we got some at some point just learn from it. But you don't want to overact. Like a season is a lifetime, right? And one game is not going to define us. I mean, the last two years we've gone down to that place and they've beat us up pretty good, and we've come back right and and had a chance to make the tournament. Or you know you, you know two years ago Yoli child and jake senior year we beat them mm-hmm. right and so our mentality is is to win the next game and, and and answer the you know answer the bell like what happened you know whatever happened against the guy let's, we got an opportunity to win a quad one game and let's let's win this and let's build our resume and i mean we're, we're gonna get them we're gonna get gonzaga back at our place at some point and you know and we're looking forward to that challenge but right now we're completely focused on san francisco coach what's your take on the resiliency factor that's been a hallmark of this program 
every time, literally every time there's been a regular season loss, the next game's been a win. I think it's the the mentality we have of trying to learn from the game from the loss, and you know, getting our guys to focus on uh, next next play, right? The next play mentality, and I think our guys are also, you know, we have a really good locker room where our guys are maybe it's embarrassed or disgusted in themselves or or just angry, right? That they're chomping at the bit to get back on the floor to 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 play well and to have an opportunity to win. Right. And so, you know, we lost and we have an opportunity to, you know, go home and split a road trip um, really against a, r- a really important road trip, the toughest road trip we've probably had all year. Um, and we have this opportunity. And so I think um, Coach Pope does an amazing job of getting everyone to focus on what matters, which is this next game. And and the game always, you know, it, it asks you how you respond. Like we talk about all the time, it asks the game's going to ask you how you respond. And, and our guys have done a good job, you know, and now it's our job jobs as coaches and their jobs as players to get them to respond to San Francisco. Chris, thank you for the chat and the best of luck as you guys look to bounce back against the Dons. Thank you. Appreciate it. Special thanks to Greg Rubel and Chris Burgess. Coming up next, we will head to War Memorial Gym in San Francisco for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented as always by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's another big one for the Cougars on the hilltop tonight, taking on the Dons of San Francisco. It's time for our courtside conversation. And joining us from War Memorial Gymnasium is... The man, you know him, you love him. His name is Mark Durant. Hi, Mark. How are you tonight? Jason Shepard, my friend. I'm doing uh, fantastically. Thank you. I'm excited for this one. Uh, It was rough the other night. You kind of go, you don't go from the firing pan into the fire. You kind of go from the the fire into the frying pan here, but it's still pretty hot. It's going to be a tough one. Well, there's no question about it. We'll we'll certainly get to that. And and maybe you answered this question by the way you, you started things off. Did you leave Gonzaga feeling better or worse about BYU? Uh, well, I, the, the first half, I, you know, I, watching that game, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, I thought both teams were really, really good. I mean, that's about as good a college basketball game as you're going to see in that first half. It was just well played. Teams shot the lights out. I mean, it was just fun to watch. And you saw, even though BYU is down, you know, I can still feel good about BYU's performance when they're down to Gonzaga. But the second half left me a little bit sour. Uh, I thought at times BYU's defense was just absolutely pitiful. I mean, clearly you're playing against a good team with NBA guys, but that doesn't mean it should be a layup drill for them. I mean, you got to make them work hard and punish them and try and be physical and do all the other things. They may still score on you, but make them know how they did it. You know, no, no don't just kind of – uh, do Ole defense, let them go by, and you're just watching them shoot layups and open open threes all night. So, uh, I thought there was a time they kind you know they just were beat up so much that they kind of lost all their focus and maybe threw in the towel a little bit defensively. And uh, and so that I, I didn't think I'd see that from this team because that's been kind of the calling card for this team is how hard they play and how good defense they play. And I think they even even though Gonzaga is great, we all could see that uh, that BYU did not play good defense in that second half. But that said, they. 
I, I thought throughout the game they played pretty good offense. They're going to need that tonight against San Francisco because that's another high-powered offensive team, and BYU will need to keep pace to a certain degree. But I just hope I see a lot better defense. And, and I think this group has uh, – you know, the ability to bounce back and, and to play better and to recognize that they did not play their best and that they need to play better and that they will play better. That's kind of been the defining characters of this team and Coach Pope being able to bounce back from losses like that. But uh, so I, I don't know if that answered your question. I, I thought BYU did a lot of good things that I felt good about after the game. But defensively, I was very disappointed, especially in that second half with how they played. And, and they're going to have to play much better tonight because as good as Gonzaga is, this San Francisco offense is really, really good. And it's not going to be too much of a drop-off offensively from what you see between the Bulldogs and the Dons. The Dons are the real deal this year, Jason. Yep. I'm telling you, they got guys. I'm looking at them. They pass the eye test. They can shoot the heck out of the ball. They shoot a lot of threes. They make a lot of threes. They got Masalski inside, a big, big body. I mean, th this is not the team that BYU's kind of had their way with on the hill here the last few years. Uh, th this is a really, really good team, and BYU better be ready to go. Well, and uh, I agree with you in terms of the defense in the second half, and I go back to what Coach Burgess uh, mentioned to Greg in the interview that we ran in the last segment. He's like, really, for the first time on defense, we just didn't have any answer. And But I, I, I think the way that I left that game – the way I looked at it was BYU scored 84 points. BYU is extremely efficient shooting the basketball. And if BYU can play that type of game, they're going to beat just about anybody not named Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference. And I think that bodes well for a game tonight because BYU showed me on the offensive end what, I, what we knew they were capable of, and they were performing at a high level. So I actually left pretty encouraged that – that if, if BYU can can duplicate that tonight, we're going to be talking once again how this team doesn't lose back-to-back -back games. Yeah, well, well, one of the good things was Alex Barcelo had an amazing night. And as good as he's been, he, he you know, I, I think he's been slumping a little bit. I wish I slumped and still scored 16 points a game. And just went out. But he, he's even better than that. I mean, he's, a, in my view, like Jay Billis, I think he's the best shooter in America, and he should be around 20, 25 points a game and taking over games. And I and I think I saw that against Gonzaga. He was really aggressive and shot the ball well. So I think that's a good sign for Alex. And secondly, Caleb Lohner, yes. his best game by far. And I think if BYU can get some really good confidence from him and offensive production, 10, 15 points a game with what he already brings to the table, that will be huge for this team and will really make it uh, – a day and night difference on offense and if he can hit that three that's going to change how teams play defense on on barcelo and lucas and other guys and, and so if he can be an offensive threat that will dramatically alter byu's offensive future and foos continues to get better so i mean guys guys made some progress there in some areas that they needed to and so yes that that, that does bode well for i think if you have a an uh, 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 elite Alex Barcelo with uh, Caleb Lohner contributing like that, it's going to be hard for many teams to beat BYU except for, not, you know, not named Gonzaga. Right. But uh, if anyone can, it's the Dons. I mean, they're uh, – I, I keep, can't stress this enough. These are good guys. These are, this is a good team, great young coach. They got a lot of experience, amazing guard line with the Shabazz and, and Bouye. You got Rich Wayne. You got, uh, you got those big guys underneath. I mean, this is going to be a battle, so – Let's hope those good numbers continue from the other night because they'll need them tonight. So from a defensive standpoint, do you go in with the with a similar game plan 
tonight against San Francisco that you did against Gonzaga based off of the personnel that the Dons have? Because we mentioned Bouye and Masalski and guys like that. I mean, we talked about how efficient they are shooting the basketball, whether you know whether it's a two or a three, th this team can shoot and, and score. Do you approach it the same way or, or is it different tonight in your mind? I think BYU made the mistake, Jason, playing Gonzaga of kind of dramatically altering what they do defensively to try and have a game plan to try and stop Gonzaga because you're trying to come up with something, right, to stop Gonzaga. And I think BYU said, well, they're not as good a three-point shooter shooting team as they are two-point. Let's let them shoot the three a little bit and force them to beat us from the three-point line. And, and that's that's exactly what Gonzaga did. I'm like, oh, you're not going to guard us at the three? Okay, we'll kill you. Uh, and so I think you, I think with San Francisco, you, you're more of a straight-up team. I mean, guys like Bouye and Shabazz are, are really good at creating their own shots off the dribble. They go hard to the rim. And, and, and so it's, it becomes more important to play your, the defensive principles and uh, keep in front of your man on the dribble penetration, get some good rotation. Uh, and so uh, they're, they're not going to beat you so much on the assists like Gonzaga do, did. They're just going to beat you one-on-one, -on -one. and I think that's probably better for BYU. I thought they did a really nice, nice job against that kind of play from St. Mary's the other night, and uh, I just think they're just going to, again, need to get back in defense transitionally. Uh, San Francisco doesn't take a lot of time to shoot. Yeah. Gonna, they want, you know, one, one or two passes cut to the basket, shoot. You know, that's what they do. So BYU did not, as much as we talked about it, did not do a good job in transition and that just needs to be a real focus for BYU, getting back, getting guys, and staying in front of them, as, especially that first five or ten seconds is when uh, San Francisco likes to score. Make, what I'm saying is make teams work for it. I mean, it's not that Gonzaga scored, but just, just make them work for it. You know, be physical. Bump them. When they come through, give them a forearm shiver. You know, let them know you're there and, uh, and make it hard on teams. And, and I'd like to see a little bit more of that. But a lot of the same issues that you had against Gonzaga you have tonight. But this this – Don's team really likes to shoot the three. They shoot a lot. They make a lot. So, of course, you're not going to be given the three like BYU did in the first half against Gonzaga. You really need to get out and be on them. But when, when you really extend yourself on defense, that leaves you vulnerable to those cuts and those that dribble penetration. So it, it's a tough challenge, but uh, BYU's uh, first and foremost got to take away that, that three because that's what San Francisco really lives and dies on. You know, Mark, this matchup tonight, I'm really excited to see how BYU comes out. I, I, We talk so much about the resiliency of this team, and they've proven it game in and game out with everything that they've dealt with this year. And this, now, certainly not to the level, I'm, I'm certainly not saying that Creighton is Gonzaga, but but that, that's kind of what it reminded me of. Like, the guys, it just, just gave them a bad taste in the mouth after losing to Creighton and then they came out against Weber and just kind of put the the foot on the gas pedal and, and didn't let up I'm really excited to see how this team responds tonight after the Gonzaga win I, I think that's what this team is made of is is guys that want to bounce back and show hey that 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 wasn't us you're going to get us tonight and I, I think I'm excited to see what they do tonight yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the measure, not just in basketball, but in life, because you're gonna get, you're gonna get some teams, you're gonna lose. You know, in life, you're gonna lose. Uh, you're gonna play some good teams in life, and on the basketball court, same diff. And the real measure of uh, any any athlete or any person is how they bounce back after those losses. And it's easy to to suffer something like that and get down on yourself. And you know, the team, how is that locker room? And and you get, do you have do you have guys in the locker room that 
maybe you start complaining and say, why didn't I get more time and do this and that? And, and uh, I don't think BYU has any of those guys yep. on this team. I get the, one of the great things about coming on these trips, Jason, is I get to spend time with these young players and these young men. And I think just, just, they're just fantastic individuals. And, and you have a leader like Alex Barcel. I just don't think it's possible that BYU cannot react in a positive fashion and come out and play hard and, and do the right things when you have a leader like Alex Barcelo and you got some of these really high character young guys that are playing at a high level and I so I, I fully expect to see BYU come out and play play better and respond to that loss and as we've seen so many times before but with all that said I mean this is maybe the toughest uh, re response game after a loss that you're going to find on the road against San Francisco so this will be an enormous test but regardless win or lose I think you're going to see a, a great effort from BYU tonight. I agree Mark thanks for the insight as always appreciate it and uh, look forward to the call uh, with you and Greg coming up thank you Thanks, my friend. Have a good one. You too. The great Mark Durant joining me from War Memorial Gym. We'll get back out there coming up in just a few minutes. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we're back to wrap up Cougar pregame live. We'll update you on some of the other action going on in the conference as well as around the state of Utah. That's coming up when we return to Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. The Cougars and the Dons coming your way from San Francisco in just about 35 or 40 minutes. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With the BYU win tonight, pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com on Monday using the online promo code BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. We'll start with BYU women's basketball. They just continue to roll, and not just roll, throttle opponents. BYU on the road at LMU today, BYU winning by 40 77-37 is the final score. Cougars led in scoring by Shaley Gonzalez with 19 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists. Uh, elsewhere, locally, uh, this game has gone final. The University of Utah falling at number 6, Arizona, 82-64. Wildcats get the win. Also, a final from earlier today, Dixie State losing at Seattle, 79 to 68. Elsewhere in the West Coast Conference, Portland wins in Malibu over Pepperdine, 82 to 63. Number two, Gonzaga gets the win at Santa Clara. No big surprise there. 115-83 is the final score. And going on right now, San Diego with a 10-point lead over LMU. That game being played in San Diego. It is 51-41. Toreros with nine sec nine minutes to go in the second half. All right, coming up next, out to War Memorial Gymnasium in San Francisco for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside Venerable War Memorial Gymnasium on the quaint campus of the University of San Francisco. Tonight, the BYU Cougars seeking to hand the USF Dons their first home loss of the season. USF 11-0 on the home hardwoods. BYU, meantime, seeking to bounce back after Thursday's high-scoring setback at Gonzaga. And the Dons lately look almost as good as the Zags on the opposite side of the floor. Uh, the Cougs have their hands full on the hilltop. I am Greg Grubel with tonight's play-by-play -play call. I'm joined by my courtside colleague of the last quarter century, the beloved former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant, and uh, Mark under head coach Mark Pope. BYU's now lost a total of 16 regular season games. Gonzaga on Thursday was the 16th. After each of the previous 15 losses, as our listeners well know, BYU's rebounded to win the very next game. And that remarkable streak is on the line tonight. If that streak survives this night, Mark, BYU will be back on its path to the NCAA tournament. And it will be tested like no other time. I mean, San Francisco is really, really talented. Got some great guards, very experienced. They got Masalski from San Diego. This is a good NCAA tournament team. Only two losses on the year have not lost in this building. So... Listen, you're in the West Coast Conference, Greg. There's a lot of opportunities for bad losses. There's fewer opportunities for really good wins. Tonight is an opportunity for a really, really good win in conference that will, like you said, keep you on that road to the NCAA tournament. This is one of the main competitors for one of those spots in the NCAA tournament. If you can win on their home floor, on the road, uh, you, you are in a great position early in the conference race to do what you wanted to do, the goals that you accomplished, the goals that you set coming into this season. Coming up right after this break, we'll hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from San Francisco, California on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. We are broadcasting live from War Memorial Gymnasium in San Francisco tonight. Two of the country's winningest teams this season square off. 14-4 BYU visiting 15-2 San Francisco. Both head coaches tonight in their third seasons with their respective squads. Two of the best young coaches in the game going head-to-head -head in BYU's Mark Pope and USF's Todd Golden. Time now for our pregame conversation with Coach Pope presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. And tonight... Coach Pope discusses what has taken USF from a promising but underperforming team last season to a powerful and NCAA tournament hopeful this season. You know, they're shooting the ball way better. Um, they shot, you know, they were shooting 30-plus threes a game last year. Just weren't connecting on many. They're shooting much better this year. Um, I think that's a result of a lot of things. They have a couple new kids in that are playing really well. This Meeks is a real problem for them at the four. And, um, Rich Wayne has continued to develop into a great shooter. Uh, the two Columbia transfers have really, really helped them. Stefanini is a, is a solid, experienced player. And then um, this Masalski has been the biggest difference for me. Yeah. He's completely changed their team. He's a double-double machine. Uh, he is doing an unbelievable job for them protecting the rim. He's been a real force on the glass. He's really shored them up in the middle where they struggled last year. He's been absolutely sensational this year. 
Any differences from Masalski at USD to Masalski now and how he looks to you? Well, he's playing with a lot more space on the floor because he's surrounded by great shooters. And he's also, uh, you know, this this Bouye is an elite-level playmaker and decision-maker. And um, so he's, he's, he's surrounded by a much more explosive group. Um, and so they're a good match for each other. It's been a really good fit for them. Coach Golden's been able to rely on this Bouye Shabazz duo every year he's been here as head coach. Yeah, they're really good, you know, um, and they've grown over the years. You know, you could tell, uh, you know, those guys were really explosive two years ago, but just the nuances of the game, they've really, really grown and really, really advanced. Um, the patience that they play with, especially Bouye, and how he approaches the game is really spectacular. He's a guy that you know, two, two years ago was just uh, so problematic for us in isolation down here, and then and then uh, not not just in his regular matchups, but just kind of forcing the switch and getting isolation because he he is uh, so explosive and so creative downhill to the rim. He's so long. His first step is is really special, and then he's actually shooting it at a great clip. He actually shoots it better off the bounce than he does catch and shoot from three, and so um, he's he you know. He's a, he's a real problem, especially uh, when surrounded by uh, guys that are explosive shooting the ball as this crew that they have. You know, this uh, Shabazz is, is uh, he, he's, 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 you know, he's, he's um, put a little bit of fear into us over the last couple of years, making shots when games seem like they're done and out of reach, and all of a sudden he bangs three threes in a row that are really highly contested. He's just a guy that will just can, can – uh, Know, can can get his shot off whenever he wants to. He's really, really quick, and he's pretty fearless. And so that, that court deal has been really special. They've had a, a really good tenure here at, at San Francisco. Most important talking points on your board tonight, then? Well, they're living in transition right now. It's So it's to simplify it on the defensive end, we got to manage them in transition, and we got to be there on the catch. It's a really dangerous three-point shooting team, especially when they come off the bench and they got four shooters on the floor. It, it's a really dangerous shooting team. So we got to we got to um, manage these guys in transition. We got to manage them on the three-point line would be the two two keys that we have defensively, uh, heads and shoulders above everything else. And a chance to embrace another bounce back, which you guys are so good at. Yeah, it's um, it's important. It's um, you know, this game's always asked how you respond, and and uh, that's the hallmark of our team, and it's what we do, and um, and so this will be a great challenge for us tonight. Hey, Coach Pope, good luck against the Dons. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Rick. All right, that is Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and USF? San Francisco takes a lot of threes. They make a lot of threes. I think BYU, in order to keep pace, has to be within two or three made threes at the end of the night. Uh, Secondly, uh, I I think you have to not let one guy beat you. We've seen it from San Francisco before. I'm worried about Bouye and Shabazz. so if one of those guys scores 25-plus, it's probably going to be a bad night for you. So keep those guys relatively under control. Limit the made threes. You're in good shape if you're BYU. Those are Mark Durant's forward keys to the game. As we head to break, this reminder that Smith's has all of your fresh game day grilling favorites. So when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's, fresh for everyone. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And a pleasant Saturday evening to you all in Cougar Nation. Hello from the Hilltop War Memorial Gymnasium in San Francisco, California for a huge game in the regular and postseason picture for BYU and San Francisco. Two teams in NCAA tournament bubble territory right now seeking to solidify their selection committee credentials tonight. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you from courtside. Jason Shepard's in our studio. Our control board operators are Corbin Radford and Tanner Graff. Terry South is our coordinating producer. BYU radio engineers, Barry Squires and Sean Fay. You're listening live on the new skin BYU Sports Network led by our satellite flagship BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Over the air, catch us on KSL. News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio, the BYU Cougars, the BYU Game Day, and the KSL apps, plus online streams at byuradio.org, byucougars.com, and ksl.com. So lots of ways to tune in, both live and on demand. Well, Mark, it is extremely hard to win in Spokane. Even though BYU's won there more than any other team since joining the West Coast Conference, BYU's 3-8 at the Kennel. And Thursday night's game was just the latest track meet won by the Zags as BYU trailed by 34, lost by 26. But here on the Hilltop, different story. Over 10 meetings here, BYU's won eight times and tends to shoot and score at a high level. Different BYU teams, different coaches and styles, yes, over those years. But this has been a good building for BYU. That'll take more than a venue to change fortunes. And while USF is certainly legit, it's a less formidable, even if slightly less formidable foe that BYU faces tonight. The Cougs can win this game. I mean, if you go through a hurricane, then the next storm, as bad as it might be, you're like, oh, this this isn't so bad. I can I can handle this. And so, I mean, it, it will be a little bit easier game. The, the pressure, the intensity, this pace of this game will be less for BYU. And like you said, we've seen some amazing performances from BYU players in this building. It's been a good building for them. And, and uh, you know, so this certainly a, a better venue, a better setting. But I will reiterate this again. I think this is the best San Francisco team I've seen since we've been we doing agree. this, yeah. Greg. And so it'll be a, a super challenge. But... It's not Gonzaga level, but, man, you better get your raincoat on and you better be ready because there are going to be some thunder and lightning from these Dons. Yeah, there was no doubt about the gauntlet. When they went St. Mary's, Gonzaga, San Francisco, back-to-back-to-back games, the schedule makers, that was going to be a tough task for BYU. And then that streak we talk about, never losing back-to-back regular season games, well, this is the toughest test to that streak, certainly, as the Cougs look to bounce back from Gonzaga with another tough, tough team, a 15-win San Francisco team here tonight. Well, mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food is just minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grilled chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp from Coconut Island Grill with the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word ALOHA to 61090 for a 15% discount on your next visit. The word is ALOHA to 61090. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from USF head coach Todd Golden as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The 
This is the Cooper Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. You are listening to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. We're coming to you live from War Memorial Gymnasium in San Francisco, where BYU tonight looks to get back in the WCC win column. USF seeking a 3-0 start to conference play and a 12th straight home win. Look at the teams on home win streaks right now in the WCC. St. Mary's has won 11 straight. San Francisco 11 straight. Gonzaga 62 straight. And BYU 10 in a row. Those are four double-digit win streaks in the same league right now. Impressive stuff. short time ago, I sat down with USF head coach Todd Golden to discuss a huge resume game for both teams tonight, particularly for the Dons, who are looking to get back to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1998. When we got this team together in, in the early summer and started working out together and spending time together, this was a big goal of ours, was, was the NCAA tournament. We, we don't want to run from that. You know, that's a, it's a big challenge. And to your point, nobody outside of BYU, St. Mary's, and Gonzaga have done it in this league for a long time. Um, but I think, honestly, I think a lot of our heavy lifting is done. You know, beating Davidson, beating UAB, uh, winning at Arizona State, winning some of these non-conference games that continue to do work for us as the season goes on. And so now it's going to – what's up, Nick? Doing a good job. Uh, protecting our home court and then uh, winning the games we're supposed to win away from home and I think we'll be in good shape. The WCC goes from talk of, of two bids annually to skipping right past three and thinking about four teams this year. Right. Well, it's uh, four teams have earned to be in that conversation, you know, and uh, by all the metrics, whether you look at Kempom, the net, uh, you know, these four teams are in the tournament right now. There, there's just no arguing that. And honestly, Santa Clara could have been close maybe if they didn't have some of their injuries and Frankich going down with Mono set them back. Um, but this is the best the league has been at the top for a very long time. And, uh, you know, obviously Mark's done a great job at BYU continuing with uh, being able to have this type of season with all the injuries they had in the front court early on. It's incredibly impressive. TUSF, Stefanini and Tape, maybe the most obvious changes from one season to the next. What beyond that has helped USF be the kind of team you have been this year at 15-2? and two? Yeah, I think Yali and Masalski, uh, to be honest, has been the biggest, uh, the biggest impactful transfer or new player that we've had and it was a perfect marriage in the sense of you know we had a good backcourt last year and didn't have enough bigs and he was playing at a school that didn't have enough guards and so we you know we got together he came here and it ended, it's ended up being a really good fit you know him Jamari and Khalil have really formed a big bond and then Gabe and uh, Pat coming in from Columbia and, and Duke and giving us some more veteran presence uh, and our veteran guys that have been in the program now accepting roles off the bench has been another huge thing you know our guys continuing to put the team first so uh, it, it's just really honestly it's been a really fun season with these guys. You get a BYU team smarting from what happened Thursday in Spokane. Uh, what do you make of the Cougs at uh, 14 and 4? You know, I think uh, they're a really good club. Obviously, when you have a leader like Alex, uh, it really raises your floor in terms of, you know, how what your team's going to look like. You're not going to have many off nights with Alex running the show, and I feel the same way having Jamari. You know, these guys are fifth-year kids, been in college for a long time, have seen it all. Um, so he's he's the head of the snake, and we got to do a great job on him. And then Tijan's done a good job as that, you know, really a second point guard on the floor, averaging almost five assists a game. And uh, Foos, you know, the big man down low, has uh, done a hell of a job for a freshman. You know, it's a guy that uh, I'm not sure what Mark expected his role to be at the beginning of the year, but for him to come on and be the type of presence now playing about 25 minutes a game over the last five that he has, and really one of the best offensive rebounders in the country, uh, he's done a magnificent job. And then guys like Gideon, uh, obviously Caleb's kind of struggled a little bit in terms of shooting the ball compared to last year. Um, but these guys are all weapons and guys that we know and that we're, we're concerned about and we'll make a concerted effort to do a good job on these guys. But, uh, you know, this is uh, – I'm just really excited. I think this is going to be a really good game tonight. Coach Golden, always good to talk to you. 
you. Thank you for the time. We'll see you back in Provo. Yeah, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that is San Francisco head coach Todd Golden. We'll have more of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show right after this, live from San Francisco, California, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and USF coming up to conclude the weekend of play in the West Coast Conference. It was almost a full weekend of games, but uh, Pacific is now on a COVID break for the next week. But BYU and USF, good to go. And Mark, there weren't too many positives to take from the Gonzaga loss, but among them was the fact that against almost any other team, BYU played well enough on offense to win most games, I think. Uh, defensively, yes, Cougars need a more consistent effort tonight against an excellent, excellent offensive squad from USA. Uh, you need to continue that good offensive play, and Caleb Lohner was very good. Alex was terrific in that Gonzaga game, but, yeah, it's the defense. You, you've got some really tough matchups with the Bouye and, and Shabazz and, and down low with Masalski and a Rich Wayne, great three-point shooter. I mean, you're going to really have to lock in, get back in transition, lock it in quickly because they like to shoot early and shoot often. And so I think BYU can do that, play a little bit better defense with that with that offense we saw the other night. They'll be in good shape. USF's got that Bouye-Shabazz duo going, and it, it only feels like they've been together forever, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you'd think there was a two-year mission in there with how long they've been here in San Francisco, but... <laughs> Listen, they've been on a mission at times against BYU. They, they have just gone off. BYU's had good success against them, but, man, they have been really good at times. You get them hot, look out. BYU men's basketball is dunking on cancer. Through generous donations, each BYU dunk during WCC plate will raise money for BYU's Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Cougs' fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. Our final thoughts before tip-off are coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. rendition of our national anthem. Well, Mark, as much talk as there is of four WCC teams getting into the dance, no one's there yet. And certainly BYU can't count anything certain to this point, and there are many more games that will be important to replay. But huge step and a, and a huge game for both teams tonight. This is a huge step because a win is a really, really quality win that will be good on your resume. And also it's a team that you're directly competing with for limited uh, opportunities to get to the tournament. So this is a big one. Tip off of BYU and USF next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.